You probably do. <laughs> Wait a minute, Joey. Are we counting it as hard or flaccid? Because if when it, you know, when it's I think flaccid, I think I think bigger at its smallest point. Oh, what well, size are you guys definitely. talking about, though? What's the size actual? Like, for all I know, you could be like, I have four, and he has three. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll compare in the off podcast uh, portion of the uh, of the interview. I have a hard working six. A hard yeah, working I'm, six. I'm about the same. There you go. Working OT. Mine's an any. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the episode 21 of the Maple Bomb Podcast. This shit's already been recorded. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Quadabomb. We're here with my other hosts, Mark Maple and the amazing Dylan Collins. Mark, you ready for this shit? I sure am, my friend. I got my beer. I got my 40 ounce of Mickey's. I got The Rock with me. He's my biggest fan. We got Dylan Collins from Chico, and I'm not going to yell. Let's start this right now. Second intro. Don't worry about it. It's, it's okay. We'll jump into this in one second. And now we're here. What were we saying, Dylan? Oh, thanks for having me on, guys, even though I already fucked it up. <laughs> no, you're fine. We should have told you. Uh, you know. Yeah. You didn't oh, fuck yeah. anything up. We're happy to have you here. Uh, everybody, please welcome Mr. Dylan Collins. He's one He's one of the crazy fuckers from Chico, California, uh, where they got a strange, strange community over there at comics. But there's some of the better comics out there. I don't know. I'd agree, honestly. I think our scene uh, is stronger than Sacramento's or... Uh, Whatever Stockton, whatever you guys call it down there. Stockton, Stockton doesn't have anything, bro. <laughs> there's like whatever. three of us, and then the we general have, area. There's like we, three we, of us, and then two of them are in debt. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, two of them are in debt, and uh, we have a weird, hardworking group of comics, but it's very small, and we yell at each other, and we got to bum each other off of rides, and we get in trouble. And then we got to help out the other person. We got to motivate the other person. And then the other guy rides high. And then somebody else falls. And then I'm like in the middle. <laughs> just flatliner. Just, just flatlining while every, you know, people are like this. People are like that. And I'm just like, I don't know. I get a, I get a gig here and there. <laughs> That's about it. So we're a hardworking group of people. We're trying to, we're trying to do something, but we're better than the Sacramento comics. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to compete with the with a, a town that has two comedy clubs and then like I don't know whatever you want to call the comedy spot, an a, improv theater <laughs> for the vaccinated. Well, <laughs> the woke and vaccinated. You don't like right. vaccinated comedy? Come on, man! You don't like? Hey, man! You're willing to put ketamine or cocaine in your body, but you don't trust what's in the vaccine. You've never heard that joke before. I've heard it eight fucking times over there i just don't like the way that every, all the people that uh that talk shit like when the covid first hit and i was doing shows pretty much the whole time same like i had people blaming me for giving them covid like people that do cocaine like all the time were like went to my mic once was one girl did and she fucking got covid and then blamed me for it and then i still hear about it remember when you gave her covid i'm like fucking she probably got it from her crack dealer's house Probably, probably so. So, but this, now, that's now ridiculous. everybody wants you to be vaccinated to fucking do shows, and you're like, all right. Hey, hey, hey! I'm doing my part. Damn it! One of oh. us, one of us. I did it. There. <laughs> Would you get the J and J? I got mine too, actually. So, 
I know, I'm right? I'm, I, I, I felt like the biggest sellout getting the first shot last week. I really did. Hey, it's, it, we made an appearance by Grandma. Yeah, Woo! Grandma's checking in on me. Hello. Introduce her <laughs> for us. Hey, everybody, this is uh, my grandma, so. Hello. <laughs> there she goes. Oh, man, that was a great appearance. <laughs> a little cameo right there. Yeah. Fuck no, uh, yeah. I felt like a jerk-off getting this last week. I really did, but what are you going to do? I, I I'm got, only doing it because I have to. I got mine a while back. I already got both mine and everything. It was funny, though, because um, my mom, like, my, my family is very, like, southern, so they're, like, not southern, but like they—they're, you know what I mean. They're—they're they're, they're, yes, <laughs> they're very against the vaccines and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like they think it's like my family was, is super Christian and shit, so they're like it's the mark of the beast. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, I guess I guess I'm going to hell. For I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really funny though, because my mom's like, how do you not know it's going to make you infertile? And I was like. I don't know. That's what I'm kind of worried about. I mean, I never use my dick ever, but just in case, you know, if I got to procreate. And she think she thinks it's gonna make me infertile and get cancer for a third time. And I was like, hey, three times the charm, baby. Like, <laughs> fucking yeah. It's just a money making plot, you know. Like, fucking somebody's getting paid every time they stick a needle in someone's arm, so they're pushing that. I don't think it's. People are overthinking it. They're like, it's going to hurt my body. Like, I put way worse things into my fucking body than yeah. than a couple of rounds of the COVID shot. I also like the cameo it, from your doggy in the background. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man. what a This episode is already off the rails. <laughs> a lot. Put, hey, make sure to mark everybody. The special guest, Dylan Collins, his grandma, and his dog. Yeah, yeah one of the dogs. The fucking, and all that in the title. I love that you also have little steps for them, too, to get on the bed. Yeah. He's got to get up there. How it's supposed to snuggle with me. Yeah, Mr. Exactly. Dylan Collins, you have a good thing going in, Chico. You got one hell of a mic over there. I did it, but I went on the wrong day. But you do have a good little thing. How is, De how is, how is Bella's over there right now? Well, last night was fucking packed. Uh, it was great. The week before was another shit night, like the night that you came up. But it just kind of depends on the night. Like, you came up on the when the Giants were playing the Dodgers. Game the five. inside of the... The inside of the bar was never more packed, but then outside was a fucking wasteland. I I walked into it. I'm an A's fan, so I don't if I don't if the A's aren't in the playoffs, fuck baseball, right? That's how I look at it. I don't give a shit. Right. So I don't I didn't really follow it. But I knew they were the Dodgers and the Giants were having a series. I didn't realize it was when I walked in. Because here's the deal. Stockton is very far away from Chico, right? 3 so hours. So I'm like it is. So I was like, fuck it. I want to go to this mic. It looks cool. So I'm like, I'm gonna do the big long drive just by myself because I'm a fucking crazy person. And then when I walked in, I looked at the scoreboard. You know, I looked at TV set. I was like, ah, oh, fuck! It's goddamn game five, and I knew I was fucked. And then when I went out there, I was like, Chico is college town. The fucking non-sports watching college kids were out there, and I knew I was really fucked. And I, I mean, I don't do sports humor, but it was just like, God damn it. So I tried what I can do. Whatever. It's a long way to drive for a mic. I've driven down there one time to do a Curtis Newingham's uh, mic at like Blue Blue Horse, Blue Horse or some shit like that. Ooh. And no, but it was it was a rough night. And he's Ooh. like, "Well, what? Well, we wait for some audience members to get here. We're gonna do some improv." I'm yeah, like, I was there that Jesus. night. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it ended up being fun though. Yeah, but that's it was only fun because it was my first time there, 
and like I, no, I didn't, nobody had like fucking seen me every week, so it was you get to perform in front of some new people. But uh, if I went every week, I would be like, fuck, dude, this is a nightmare. Yeah, it's it's it can be. That's what's that's like the gamble with open mics. It's either really it goes well or not at all. I'm getting so crazy these days. I'm starting to enjoy shitty open mics. I don't know what the fuck has happened. Something about it just switched in my head. I was like, you know what? Nobody's here. Awesome. There is something kind of cool about that because if you have jokes that you don't know, like if they're like something like, I think this is garbage. This is the perfect place to try it because I let's won't do it. offend anyone. And let's you know what I mean? You can see how it unfiltered, works. Let's do some unfiltered shit. Who cares? Yeah. Let's get this going. I'm getting tired of hosting open mic, to be honest. It's just like, it gets taxing, like, the yeah. longer you do it. And then new people come, and they, like, ruin your show. You're like, god damn it, dude. We could have just booked this. Like, what? why is uh, why is this person, like, reading off their phone doing fucking street jokes right now? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I do the two open mics, and Mark knows how much that's been for me. <laughs> Just a lot I don't of know. Shit. I'm new to this hosting shit. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm but like, you're doing yeah. like, you're doing like showcases now. Showcases are a little bit like more rewarding. Hey, you're right. I'm I am hosting stuff in Lodi where a lot of people. Yeah, now you have the power. Room. Now you get yeah, to book people. I, I do have the power, and it's well. Now I don't get to book everybody. I co-book that, and I co-host, and I co-produce it. So it's not all me. Uh, shout out to Manuel Martin. He doesn't get enough credit. That poor bastard. Everybody thinks <laughs> I'm doing it. He's actually the mastermind. No, but it's fun because you're you you you're like you're excited about it, and everything's got to go right. And I look like I'm gonna have a mental breakdown. All the comics know I look crazy. It, it's now established that when I run a mic, I don't look calm ever. I look like I'm losing my mind. It's great. Yeah, he looks. He just looks like okay. What am I doing? I've been doing this. Been doing this. Okay, got it. Got it. Like he's everywhere, but he gets Man. it done. And then I was at one time I was mad because I couldn't get an extension cord, so I was cussing my brother <laughs> mm -hmm. out on the phone. I was like, "You fucking worthless fucking piece of shit, unreliable asshole piece of shit." And I, I got off the phone. I was still mad about it. The fucking worthless, unreliable piece of shit, brother, fucking asshole. And then Connor Martin, he just looks at me. Yeah, man, I agree. He didn't even give a shit. He was smoking <laughs> pot outside the fucking venue. Yeah. And I got in my car and I drove off to my brother's place to get an extension cord. Oh man, this shit's exciting. God damn it. Man. Yeah, setting up and breaking down is fucking so annoying. But we have it easy compared to what bands and, like, musicians go through. Yeah. Like, true. It, that gives me, new like, hosting mic and stuff like that. I'll go to, like, a, a, a band or, like, a jam session or some shit like that. And just seeing them fucking running, like, 100 chords, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I would that be so be pissed big. right now. Especially if you're setting up for, like, a guitar and everything's got to sound peachy. And, and then you have to have all the, like, the fucking mixer things and what's the foot pedals and stuff like that. Fuck yeah, it. And then the, and then you got to split the fucking money with, uh... Are you smoking pot in your grandma's place? What the rooms. fuck, dude? I just noticed that. <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking... Well, gr grandma gave it to me. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she knows about this. Good well, lord. One of my biggest pet peeves when I do the, uh, my open mics is... All like some of the comedians will be there, and I'm just like grabbing all my fucking speakers and shit by myself, and I set it all up, and it happens every goddamn time. I grab the last speaker, put it down, and they go, "Oh man, do you need help or anything?" I'm all, "Bitch, yeah. 
Why do you always ask right when I finish grabbing everything? And hey, then, hey, hey, I help you out plenty. Come here on. here and there, but you guys, like, and then after the show, you guys will be all talking, so I'll start carrying my stuff to the car, and right when I put the last thing in the car, you guys go, you need help, Jordan? And I'm like, Jordan, them the brakes. I'm so telling are you, you them the brakes. Are you bringing your sound stuff to all the different venues that you, you run two mics, you said? It's yeah. And you do the hype bar, and then what's the other one? Uh, poppy's on, uh, poppy coffee. Yeah. So, so you have to set up the sound for both of them. I used to, uh, but now, uh, I only have to do my equipment for poppies, uh, because hype bar has their own equipment, but I might have to start going back to mine. Cause theirs has been cut. Like when you get too close, it goes, there's that little fucking screech shit. Oh, it's a piece of shit sound system. Yeah. So I might have to start using mine again, which I don't mind. Like I, I, I tend to try to bring my equipment anytime I go out to shows just in case for like backup. It's gotten me some money here and there. Like I remember I've done a few shows for like Carlos Rodriguez. He's like, my equipment shit. And I was like, I got mine in the trunk. He goes, I'll give you 50 bucks. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So they're like, I always try to bring it when I can. Yeah. I try to leave it. uh, Like I leave all my shit at Bella's. They have a little back area. That's like a fucking, well, you can't put a price on that, you know. Dragging my shit in and out of there, yeah. I'm like, I, I'm, I'll be burnt on it in no time. I'm like, you guys got to pay me fucking way more for me to set up sound and shit. I don't. Get and paid. comics, we get paid such shitty. Like, I don't know if they pay you to do your mic. They should. They should, but, but they don't. Yeah, because if they were gonna hire a DJ, like where uh, the Bellas does hires a DJ, they pay him a couple hundred bucks, maybe more every mm. Friday. No one's coming to see him. Yeah. And then you know, then then people expect comics to fucking do it for free like hey man hey man comedy we did a comedy competition and uh i had to bring my sound shit to, like other people were producing the show and i had to bring my fucking sound system to two of the shows one of them i got to the the finals they were like yeah we need your sound stuff i got there and they had a fucking sound system already there Bruh. i'm like motherfuckers well hey man that's how it is in comedy dude you know and also fuck djs seriously i'm tired of fucking everyone looking at how highly djs are they always get the most pussy. They barely do anything. They don't even play. It, it, it takes no skill. They just run a f- fucking couple of uh, goddamn records. Fuck DJs. Yeah. Agreed. It also, I'm kind of glad that I didn't use my equipment at Hype Bar for a while because um, of that one incident we had with that fucking dude that destroyed the mic, Mark. Yeah, we had a guy that, that uh, literally destroyed our fucking mic. Uh, he, uh, he did one minute. He was mentally ill. Um, yeah. Uh, he threatened to uh, slap and punch the owner of the bar, and we're like, "You got to get out of here!" And then he threw it down. It exploded. And then, <laughs> and then Gabriel, I'm not kidding, brandished out his knife that he had on him, Gabriel Alexander. And then I, I followed him out to his car, and then get Nick. I had to hold back Nick Michelson. It's like which is like holding back a bear from attacking the guy it was really cool because like it wasn't just like one or two of us got up like all of us stood up and surround him and then once he realized oh fuck yeah (laughs) so he runs outside and gets in his car and we follow him out like fuck you you piece of shit get out of here he gets out of his car and takes off his paper license plate throws it on the ground and then drives away and we're like well we have his license plate now (laughs) yes and then we picked it up and we all took a picture Showing yeah. off his stupid paper And the owner plate. was like, you know, what did you guys do? You're like, all right, the mics, we're going to take a five-minute break. Yep. Or was that and like into the mic? She, no, yeah, that was, no. We grabbed my stuff out. on, damn it. We the grabbed my stuff out of the on. trunk. Yeah. That's bananas. That's like took, uh Oh, keep going. We took a five-minute break, 
And then there was no pressure because no one could do worse than that fucker. So we all had good sets afterwards. Continued success. Yeah. That's hilarious. I remember doing the the Monday mic in Sacramento that um, the do the work guys, yeah. and like this lady fucking threw a bottle of beer at Matt's head. Uh, oh yeah. And it started bleeding all over the fucking place, and the cops came and arrested the lady. And I was like, this is how open mics end forever. And then like an hour after it happens. That's like, all right, we're going to start the fucking mic back yeah. up again. <laughs> yes. I'm like, all right. You gotta you love it. You shouldn't. You guys drove out here. Fuck. I mean, you guys got to get your five minutes, try out some new material. That's Fuck, still dude. his profile photo, right? With his head bleeding. And he's all like, blood. yeah, that's kind of, that's punk that. rock, man. That's not even comedy. That's punk rock. <laughs> I had a joke about that where it's like, uh, there was this weird period where everyone's mics were getting attacked and even happened at fucking uh, Vince's restaurant in Sacramento. So then I had this joke where it was like, yeah, I noticed all these uh, woke comics, they get all happy when the cops arrive. <laughs> like, they always, like, joke about cops and, like, oh, my God, all this crazy shit's going on. Call the cops. What's the level of wokeness down in your guys' scene? Are the comics all pretty fucking woke? None. None. It's awesome, dude. Sacramento is mm. the fucking worst for it, dude. Yeah. There's so many... Everybody has to fucking uh, tell you how, you know, how fucking not racist they are. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I've had some very hilarious strange sets in Sacramento. Um, I've walked people. I've gotten people angry. Comics have gotten mad at me. I've had some real doozies in the land of Sacramento. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's always it's always great, too, when you're doing well. And I'm not going to name names, but you see one of the uh, wokeier comics in the background. Just pissed off, stewing, looking at you from be in the back of the room. And they are just mad. It's awesome. It It's such a fucking good time. Yeah, good, good luck getting up at the comedy spot now. Ah, uh, whatever. That's, like what hold, that's what they hold over your head. They're like, well, we we booked the open mic at the comedy spot. I really hate there. that. I I'm hate going there. There. Dude, no, no, Dylan. I'm going there. I don't care. I, I No, 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 no. Okay. You gotta look at yourself as a firefighter, okay? You control the flames! You push back the flames! That's how I look at it. I'm the problem is you gotta be, like, uh, friends with the fucking people that are running the show that day or whatever. That, oh. the, way they, the way they do that, Mike, man, where you have to show up and hopefully I get up, that's just some horse shit, you know? I wish it was done like how the Alameda Club does their open mic, where you, like, submit and then they're like, here's the list, you're on it or you're not. That, they have a perfect setup for there. I gotta admit, that's a fucking beautiful setup. It's I've, like, right, well, I've been doing stand-up for almost four years and I've never been at, co I've never performed at Comedy Spot because I've went three different times and they've shooed me away like sorry we're full and i'm like i'm here like an hour early They're like yeah there's too many people oh my god i got an idea i got an idea we did it's it one always time. the same people that go up. I, I got an idea i got an idea okay we did we did a gorilla open mic in front of the lodi grape festival right oh you want to do it in front of the comedy spot in front of fucking comedy spots right in the parking lot i'm surprised we didn't get arrested that day <laughs> that was a weird day yeah we we just took a random speaker and a mic and we did it in front of the a festival in Lodi, and it got very awkward. It got very strange. But the, the so I actually was going to ask you about that. Was the plan like was that your plan from the get go to be like we're going to do this in front of them or because you guys said we're going to this park and I was no, like no it was oh. Nick Michelson's plan always to do a gorilla open mic just out of nowhere. No, at a fucking yeah, spot. I, I knew at a I park, picked, but I, when we got I there, it was in front popular, of the. Ex I picked a popular time where a whole lot of people would be around in a, inside a park. 
Mm. So that's the ideal. Yeah. It'd be fun to just do one, like, at just go to a cemetery and just hopefully there's someone's, like, <laughs> fucking somebody's loved one just died. And you're like, hey, we're going to fucking set up shop right here. See a mother, like, at a grave. And you're like, hey, 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 you want to hear some jokes? Hey, I know you're going through some, a tough time. But hey, listen everybody, to this. I go through my joke book. It's a Necromomicon for fucking <laughs> Evil Dead. Before Don't you know even ask. Fucking... Just, just int- please well, do what, uh, how Jenny does the fucking laughs uh, opening. Uh, please welcome to the stage your host MC and first comic <laughs> of the night. Fuck okay. it. I don't know. I'll raise the dead out of the fucking cemetery. I'll Fuck walk it. the fucking cemetery out of the room. That's what I'll yeah, do. Yeah, finally somebody you can't fucking walk. Yeah. <laughs> your son's what you dead. Get? What's up with that? Boy, is this crowd dead? What the fuck? Seriously, what gives? Yeah, this is a funeral. Hey, you, I want to ask you about this. I, I've only been to Chico two times, and I've always wanted to make, I've never gotten the chance to go to Chico and make fun of that family-abandoning piece of shit Aaron Rodgers. What, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers, that family-abandoning piece of shit? So I hated Aaron Rodgers and, like, the Packers when I was in high school because I, I graduated in 2014. You're a young one. How, was- how, how young are you, by the way? I'm 25. Oh my god, what a young one! Uh, but I, I was just there were so many bandwagon fans, and I, and then they won the fucking Super Bowl, and it was like a big deal. Uh, and I was like, fuck this, this is fucking stupid, bunch of bandwagoners. But now that he's like, I'm unvaccinated, what's up? I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking cool. I okay, I don't get why everyone's like, ah, he's all divisive now. Do they not know that he abandoned his family from Chico and he doesn't speak to them anymore? Am I the only person that knows that? Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I'd probably abandon my family too if fucking if I got hella rich. I'd be like, yeah, fuck <laughs> piece of shit. I don't know. Whatever. I, I'm I'm a family guy. Damn it. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I just I'm, when I heard that, I was like, what an asshole. And he always seems like an uptight prick, and he's always getting mad at people, and he blames everything. He blames everything but himself. And I don't know. I know he's my him. type of guy. Bruh. Fuck. I, I really thought you weren't gonna like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Fuck. He just throws away his list of questions he had. Just <laughs> I, I, anytime uh, that I see somebody that does some shit that upsets like the fucking the bunch of liberal, all the liberals, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Even if it's not cool, like I'm like, eh, at least, at least these people are upset about it. I thought you're a le- I thought you're a leftist sinner. You dressed up as Trump. I thought you're making fun of him. I didn't know that was your boy. I mean, I voted for Biden, but I wish that Trump won. Let's put it like that. What the fuck's going on? That's, that's confusing. That's very, it's very confusing. I don't, well, I don't dude, there's understand so that. There's so much hypocrisy. Like, fucking, like for example, all the COVID shit. My, I live with uh, my uh, grandparents, and my grandma's super liberal. And she'll, like, walk into a place with no mask on and then be, like, complaining about how people don't have masks on. She's like, if people would just <laughs> mask up, we could be over this by now. And I'm like, you're literally not wearing a fucking mask right now. I went to I went to a few uh, Barry open mics, and they were making jokes about, you know, uh, boomers getting mad about the mask and the mandates, and none of them were wearing masks. Yeah, and, a, you know. It wasn't a vaccine mandate place. And they all think they're fucking better confusing. than you. Like, I don't like anybody that thinks they're better than me for, yeah. like, like keep that shit to yourself, you know. If you want to fucking mask up and uh, and be superior, like go ahead. But like, I think you're a fucking pansy bitch. The way I've always looked at it is, uh, because there's the whole thing of like, it's my like they try using that shit my like my body my choice, which I mm. agree it is your body your choice, right? But here's the thing, I agree with this. It is your body your choice. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to. 
but don't be you can't be mad when a lot of places are like shunning you you know what i'm saying saying so it's like i feel like there should be some leeway like be comfortable and make other people comfortable i think the left is just way louder about yeah. uh having their feelings hurt so it seems like they're like they think that everybody is on their side. That's why Trump fucking won, and well, it's not why he won, but that's why everybody's so surprised. They're like, "How did this happen?" Because they weren't listening to fucking. They, they discount uh, anybody's opinion unless it lo- falls right in line with what they think. Mm. They're like, "Oh, you're skeptical about getting the vaccine? You fucking piece of shit, idiot!" Yeah. And that's another oh, thing. My God. These people like they like a lot of people like will call you stupid for taking, and it's like. Well, it's like I'm. I'm not. I'm just it's doing what they you. said. If, if you want, if you want to take it, go for it. If, if you don't want to take it, all right, that's fine. I, yeah, that's like, how I always look at it. Like, like me, I took it because I, 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 you know what I mean. I had the cancer shit. I feel like I needed it and I wanted to yeah, take you, it. If you got COVID, you'd probably die. Yeah, that's what my doctor told me. So I was like, okay, oh, vaccine. Shit, really? Oh boy, Oof. I told wow, you, you that. Fucking, you took chances last year. If that was the bro, case, I uh, told you I'd rather die. Than Jordan. It was like a month into the fucking shutdowns of COVID. He's like, fuck it. I want to do comedy. He did like a secret show somewhere with, I think, Carlos Rodriguez somewhere. I did a bunch of backyard shows, of course, with people's like permission and stuff. Like not just cooking in people's back doors. Like I took chances. You're like, who cares about the cancer? I'm fucking doing comedy. I'd rather fucking die than not do any any of this shit. That show with Carlos was fun. The venue that uh, that I started doing comedy at when uh, pandemic hit uh, was the Lab Bar and Grill. Mm. Uh, and and the lab is like a kind of a notorious place in Chico for being a fucking shady piece of shit. Like you know, people don't like the owner for various reasons, and I don't like him now for my own reasons, which I will get into. And <laughs> but it was just fun to be like, yeah, every Thursday, no exception, at the lab. So it was like I don't know, it was the perfect pairing of brands. Yeah. Uh, it was like Before- Trump. It was like Trump like doing a rally in front of racist people. You were like, this is fucking. Before this Hilarious. podcast, Jordan was like, don't ask any questions that might cr- uh, uh, create controversy. No drama. I was like, okay, fine. Have you like, not want people to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> people just going to tune in you guys. Halfway through the podcast, like, well, I guess he's just open for everything. So fucking whatever. My, oh, yeah. Let me rephrase that. I was meaning unless he wants to talk about it. Because, well, he, you know, he, what if you talk about willing. something? He's, he's yeah, what if you talk about right something and Dylan's like, uh, just gets up and leaves. He's like, I, I, I don't want to talk about that. That's con. That's. What am I gonna get canceled? I mean, I don't give a fuck, dude. I mean, also like, the the twenty people who listen to our podcast, I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be your number one podcast. Believe me. Uh, I could feel it too. I don't know, David Rodriguez. He put up the numbers that week. Let me actually see who. Are, I'm not gonna say by how. Don't much. do that. Our numbers are terrible. Don't read. Out no, no, numbers. I'm not gonna read our numbers. I'm gonna say who's the, our. Pop most popular episode. Come on, D Rod. I hope it's D Rod. I'm always I'm always rooting for fucking D Rod. Hey you. Hey, f- while he's looking up the numbers. You've oh, been I got it. With, okay. Wow. You did beer reviews during yeah, the did. COVID, and I for a second I was like, what? That's my fucking gimmick. I did beer reviews ten years ago. This huh. guy's stealing. Well, here we go. You, you, <laughs> it wasn't. You weren't stealing from me. It's just an idea. It was it was basically parallel thinking, right? Uh, I mean, I just started, like, I pretty much, I needed something to do because I was, like, I, a lot of shit got canceled. And uh, I I pretty much ripped it off from Barstool Sports. They do pizza reviews. They call it one bite. It takes one bite. 
Everybody knows the rules. He never takes one bite, though. Exactly. That's the shtick. Uh, also, so hey, mine was, been watching mine his one sip. Yeah, have you been watching his reviews? Since the COVID, his, his fucking score's all fucked up. He gives everything a 7-2. Everything's a 7-2. He's like, ah, it's like a 7-2. And if it's, like, really good, but he doesn't love it, he's like, oh, it's like a 7-9. I don't know. This is what he does. He always he always gives the worst reason for a 7-2. He goes, yeah, yeah I like it. It's hot. 7-2. I love Dave he... Portnoy, though. Dave Portnoy is a fucking legend. Fuck, dude. I mean, to start something out of nothing and then grow into, like, what is that, $200 million business? Fucking, fucking, goddamn. Respect to him. Anyway, more about your beer reviews. Go for it. Uh, oh, yeah, the beer reviews are fun, and I want to get them going again. I have a few, like, in the, like, that I just never released. I just got bored with it one day, and I just stopped doing it. I wasn't that, uploading to YouTube or anything. I just put it on Instagram, and I was, like, called it a day. That's kind of me. I have beer reviews I filmed, and I just never put on. I was like, eh, who cares? Yeah, I, nobody does. Also, when you review IPAs, seriously, they all, it's like, all right, it's hoppy, it's citrusy, you know. You're, That's you're, literally it, what this one says. It's a hazy little thing, fucking hoppy and citrusy. I, it, dude, every fucking time with an IPA, it's it's so many different times you get to go, yep, it's hoppy, citrusy, it, it has a little bit of, yeah, a fucking grapefruit taste, all right, whatever. It's the same shit with IPAs. Goddamn IPA. They'd ruin the goddamn craft beer uh, business for me. It you know, I got it. I got in some hot water with one of my beer reviews. I did uh, <coughs> I reviewed fucking uh, Sierra Nevada Narwhal, and I don't know if you're familiar with what Narwhal is, but it's an imperial stout, and yeah. it's like ten percent. It's fucking super thick. I don't like that kind of beer at all. And I was just trashing the beer. I'm like, this beer is so black, it would like leave its kids for a pack of cigarettes or some shit like that. <laughs> I said something like that. Okay, it might yes. not have been that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, might not. And, uh, but I posted that even, it. That even knocked me back in my chair. Yeah. It was well, it was funny. So I was like, for you sure. Know, yeah. Um. And uh, fucking all these people in Chico were like following me a racist and shit because fucking because I acknowledge stereotypes. That's so annoying. You can't even say stereotypes. And people are like, well, what do you mean? Like, for example, in my DUI class, to keep it on the beer thing, I had this lady get mad because uh, the teacher was doing Sorry. a segment. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. That was a great segue. Shut up. The, the teacher's doing this segment, and uh, and she was like, oh, we're going to talk about different uh, cultures and what kind of alcohol they like. For example, Irish people like Jameson and Guinness. And this lady was like, what do you mean? I'm Irish. And like, fuck it. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, you fucking, it's made there. So I took it a step further, and I was like, "Well, what what kind of beer? What kind of alcohol do Mexicans like?" She was like, "Ah, ah." I'm like, "Tequila, right? Coronas. What about black people? Hennessy." And she fucking blew up at me, you know. So I, I like always, me I mean, it sounds I, like me in college when I fucking, I, I when they were debating uh, abortions, and I just kept calling it murder. And I say, yeah, well, you know, it's why, why is murder legal? I mean, I just kept saying murder, and it, it, it they, uh, they wanted to kick me out of that fucking class. This was ten years ago in Las Vegas. Yeah, I kind of think abortion is murder, but I don't care. <laughs> I still think it should be legal. I think it should be encouraged too. Like they should call, you know, they have like a, a the ad campaign. They should be like, have you considered abortion? Is abortion <laughs> right for you? Jesus Christ! Come on, murder it away. Come on, have at it. I think that abortion should be legal up until, like, four or five years old. <laughs> Serious. I really think that. Dude, some people's kids, it's like, okay, this one's fucking, this one's spent. Like, maybe try again. Probably don't. That's that's how you should judge somebody when they're four years old. 
<laughs> the government should be able to repo your kids. <laughs> Can you take this kid away from me? I've had enough of it. Seriously, a fucking it won't eat its broccoli. Get it out of here. I don't want to look at it anymore. Really? Fucking repo. Yeah. So that's uh, that's all. Rena Center comes and just picks up your kid. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Just ship them off. I gotta admit, I've been in Chico two times. My my uh, my t- two times there have been a disaster. I did one of the review. I did one of the uh, not reviews. Roast. It was my first roast ever. I think it's my only roast right now. Uh, I fucked it up. I, I I went over there. I got it's David Thorne got me stoned. I don't normally smoke pot, what an so asshole. that got my heart going. And then uh, I did too many insider jokes. Tell us about your roast. How you have a big roast record. You've had championship. You've lost championships. You've gained, I don't know. I would, tell us about I, I, it. You know, I haven't done a roast battle since that night. I think. Wow. Uh, I uh, I stopped doing roast battle because I was I had a co-producer, and for, for never co-produce comedy shows with fucking people. I mean, I know you guys do, but it falls apart, especially if they're fucking they're weirdos. Um, but the guy like. The show that you were on, it had all the potential to be a great show, but the guy I was running it with was like, we're going to do an, a national anthem, and he wanted to fucking host it as a character, and all. he fucking yeah. ruined the show. He totally ruined the show, and I was like, we're not doing that again. And he's like, well, you're an alcoholic, Dylan, and you fucking live with your grandparents, and I can't work with you. Did it? Wait, I'm I like, forget. that sounds great. I forgot. Did he really fucking start with a national anthem? <laughs> yeah, he did. He probably was like, ladies and gentlemen, Please rise for your national anthem. <laughs> and then this chick came out and she was like screaming into the mic and it was so Wait, he ha- bad that you guys hired a fucking singer to do it? <laughs> I didn't do it, but he fucking asked somebody from his church to do it. And then he <laughs> to say yes. I'm sorry. Who the fuck starts a comedy show with the national anthem? Dude, this guy I was fucking I was telling him because I started doing that roast uh, show because I, w- I went into Josh Means's and I was like, I want to do my own fucking roast shows. Yeah. And, uh, but then when I started uh, doing them at the Lab Bar and Grill, I didn't have anybody to take tickets for. Like, I know I didn't get into comedy to stand at the fucking door and take tickets. So I, co- sure. I co-partnered with somebody who has helped me, you know, produce the show. And that was like his fucking part. And it went from that, like him helping tickets and maybe promoting and shit like that, to like I'm hosting and we're and booking national anthem singers and shit like that. So, yeah, I, I did not Twitter, know. I heard a lot about that stuff, but I did not hear about that national anthem. I forgot about the national anthem. I don't know. I was. Just I mean, I was with people. He he was pissed at me because I was like, dude, we can't make all these fucking changes. It's a roast battle comedy show. We'll have some roast battles, and I like I like ending it with a headliner. So you don't yeah. end it on like a weird roast where you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, well yeah. that one sucked. Know. So see you next time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, that is that's a good idea. You always want to you always want to end strong. Anything, like, really, was it right? meant? Was it meant? Well, I guess not because if he hired her from a church, so was no, it, it meant... wasn't meant to be comedy at all. He yeah, was just like he, he, it was he, serious. He comes I'm from sorry, fake. Pro- he's a the- fake pro wrestler. You know how pro wrestler pro wrestling is fake. Well, he Boy, this narrows version. it down. Who the fuck could this person be? I have it's no fucking, clue. It's fucking Mitch. You all know who it is. <laughs> fucking douchebag. Um, <laughs> fake Christian. Fake wrestler. Fake comedian. Fucking. I, I, I mean, I'm I not just, even that. Mad I just about remember it was a very real. strange feeling to the night, <laughs> and I remember when he got on. I never heard so many comics in the background. Ugh. Oh, God damn it, Jesus! He just started talking sports. He was talking. He was talking about when the Raiders versus the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. 
And I'm like, well, what he the was doing fuck? It as his character. He and says whatever, it's his, it's uncle. his character. Who gives a Which shit? Which I think is funny. I wait, mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not above thinking that that shit's wait, funny. It's like it's a character. Well, I mean, he, no, it's his cousin, right? I thought his cousin it, came his by. Uncle. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this, is, this is the guy. So there's a guy named uh, Jesse Mitchell out there who goes by the name Mitch Valentine from his fake pro wrestling days. And, uh, and hey, then hey, hey, another hey, character. Hey. Wrestling's real, okay? The moves are scripted, but it's real, okay? No, it's, wrestling's cool and shit. I don't really hate on that. I mean, it's just like open mic level wrestling you know yeah, yeah, it's not like he was fucking on tv or anything they were just like doing hitting each other with chairs in somebody's backyard or like a fucking uh high school basketball gym i don't know i'm, I'm if, a, if a wrestler watched my one of my sets like oh, that guy's just an open mic guy who fucking makes awkward jokes for fucking people so i don't know anyway go yeah, for no. it keep going um but yeah you know we had that falling out and shit and then it was one of the best things that happened to me and recently because I, I don't want to produce shows fucking uh, with crazy people, that... so you're oh, yeah, it's kind of like a wake up call in a way. Like it's a good thing that it happened now before, like, because I'm not playing, man. Like I, I've heard a lot about how good of a roaster and shit you are too, and it's kind of like good, makes you realize like you can p focus on like your shit and you're gonna go off, and you don't want to go off with people that aren't gonna be beneficial for you. Yeah, people that are taking half the money and ruining the show. You know, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, like... Like, I'm, I'm going to give you half the money. Like, I'm doing all the work. I'm setting up sound. Nah, fuck that. Um, yeah, it's... That ain't it. Like, like... I'm gonna I, start, I, I'm gonna, sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just... I, was just, I just wanted to, like... I'm basically suck, like, sucking your dick here because I've heard many things about you. You're, I've heard you, you're great with all that shit, and I, that's why it does make me mad that that shit happened to you. And I am happy that you're on your own and fuck that because you do deserve better. So I am happy that you're kicked that dude to the curve. Yeah, I mean, he thinks he kicked me to the curb. Like, nah. he, after uh, he, like, created, like, a fucking new face. It was called Chico Roast League, and he created, like, a Facebook page that was, like, the real Chico Roast League. And he's like, I'm doing Roast League anyway without you. And it's like fucking idiot no you're by, not by the way talk about being involved in the weirdest group chat ever when it comes to comedy it just after a while i was like all right i'm leaving i'm out of here this is getting fucking boy there's a Wait. lot of deep there's a lot of infighting going on holy shit i'm out of here you'll have to remind me was that the between like uh jay gonzo and fucking mitch and all those i or... just heard germ germ leather it was his name uh -huh. he just went off and i was like i gotta get out of this i don't want to get involved with this shit i don't even know what the fuck's going on i'm fuck this fuck Dude, when you when you start doing competitions and shit, like it's incredible how much drama it stirs up. Mm. Like just a roast thing where people like roast each other. All of a sudden they're like mad. I got fucked over. Those judges were fucking stupid. It's like, dude, it's just fucking a roast battle. It's not that big. Of a I'll deal. say what I'll say. This David Thorne fucked me over that night. I drove him right, and this is what he said. He told he said this, Mark Maple. If it comes down, if the guy, if if it comes down. I'm always an, I'm the middle judge, so I'm gonna mm -hmm. go the other way. That way, I leave it up to the third judge. That way, it isn't complete shutout. Mm -hmm. and, so then, he, the other judge voted for uh, Amber Pace, and then when it came down to uh, David Thorne, he was second judge. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna give it up to Amber Pace. There, He's just she, not even paying attention. Yeah, and then he was like, "What the fuck? You just fucking it's just two to nothing. I, you that means she won." He's like. I didn't like the third judge. I didn't want to hear her talk anymore. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, dude, that show. <laughs> if you don't book people that are, like, ready to do well uh, judging, 
like being a rose battle judge will really expose you if you're not prepared or like fucking dude i'd fucking love to be a rose battle judge being the one not being roasted just sit there and watch the fucking magic yeah, unfold you get do, yeah you get to do a set and then you yeah get to do a, i'd fucking, fucking kill to do that that'd be so yeah, much be, fun yeah that seems cool i'd have a clipboard and everything <laughs> you don't give a shit Roast Battle oh, is awesome, though. I enjoy it. Not everybody likes it, and that's fine. It's not for everyone. It's not for everybody. I only did one. I'll probably do a couple more. I'm supposed to roast Jordan over there, but we'll see what the hell happens. That's yeah, still we, we're just trying to find the right... Uh, we were talking to Josh Means, and he said uh, we'll work something and see. But it, it, it all depends. It all depends. We were hey, gonna you. We were going to do that one show, but then we backed out of that one. But oh. Sounds like a roast battle. Yeah. If you yep. think booking comedy is annoying, book a fucking roast battle show and you'll have ten drops with like at for like six spots. Probably because fucking filing through. Do you think it's because like they're like, oh fuck, I know that my shit isn't gonna be good enough, or do you think it like what do you think it is? I think it's because the level of comic that is down to drive multiple hours to do a roast battle show is like just accepting gigs here everywhere like i'll do anything i'll do anything and then it comes to day of and you're like i haven't written any jokes and i don't want to drive out there for i this. think i know the problem i think i know the problem chico's far out there that's what we all say we're like fuck it's way out there that's what chico's like. fucking it's pretty far man yeah yeah i mean no when lot. i was driving there i one time i was like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like fuck really this is way what the hell? I mean, I can just go to the Bay Area and bomb in front of, like, woke people. Why am I doing this? Why am I driving so far out there? And it's like, it's like a, it, when you drive back, it's like, you just see the moon. It's a single road. It's not even a highway. Like, what the fuck? I, it is kind of cool, one, though. That's Get the one thing with Chico. I wish I was out there more. It seems like a cool scene, but, you know. I'm glad I got to start here because uh, if I had started down in like Sacramento or something, it's harder to create your own um, shit down there. Uh, maybe not. Maybe everybody's just fucking lazy. Like, look at Shannon Battle. He fucking puts on his own shows and they go. Oh, yeah. So, it, you know, you can't wait, sit and wait around for fucking uh, it to happen for you. You have to go make it happen yourself. Yes, that's damn straight. You got you got to fucking create content. You got to get your name going. I don't know. I'm I'm not doing all that well, but still, like you got to keep keep it going, no matter what. Even ha if you're a total loser, you can't just show up at the comedy spot and be like, "Oh, hopefully it all tonight." Then they put you like 19th, and there's two people in there and fucking. I mean, I'm talking a lot of shit on the comedy spot, but I like uh, the comedy spot. I've never been there. Anyway, I like it. I hope to work with them in the not so distant future. They unfollowed me on Instagram one time, and I fucking will never forgive them, oh, unless God. they followed me back. And then we're I mean, cool. I I just want a chance. Like I have even like I, I get like they have like the whole classes and stuff. But now I'm hearing that if I bring like somebody to come watch, that you're guaranteed to get on, and stuff. Yeah, that is isn't that fun. Like my whole thing is I can do that. I don't mind that. But uh, like I I get I get that shit. You know what I mean? You want audience members instead of comedians. But my whole thing is I don't want to drive all the way to Sacramento and then you shun me at the door. Like, that's what made me mad was I came three different times and, you know, stalked Ooh. it. It's like an out, like 45 minutes, 50 minutes, you know what I mean, away. And you go yeah. all the way there and they're like, yeah, sorry. And I'm like, but I drove all this way. Do it. And they're like, but, 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 not today. Yeah, exactly. Have a plan B, though, if, if you can't just, just uh, fucking uh, DM some other guy at, with an open mic and say, put me on there. They well, how much, how much is going on on Tuesdays? there i forget so, so you can do lunas lunas does lunas stuff. okay so there is a, a good enough reason mm. to go out on a tuesday uh if you try to do one or the other 
or yeah. the laps does their program now uh, every other week. Yeah, I do that every. Uh, I do that. You, they always put me up on the third uh, Tuesday. So hey, hey, I think I was there. I didn't perform. That was probably the best fucking program I ever saw. It was I, a good, I yeah. I saw it like from top to bottom. I was like, "Fuck, this is pretty fucking good." There isn't a lull or a down point in this show. Yeah, I Start actually off with our man right here, fucking Dylan Collins. Yeah. Then Nick had a good fucking set. Nick Larson afterwards, and I was like, "Fuck, there, this is this has been pretty fucking smooth sailing." I thought that was one of the best shows for a pro am over there at fucking Laughs Unlimited that I ever saw. You know, I learned a lot from that uh, particular show. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I. After you know my set and stuff, uh, you know, you're always trying to get you know uh, passed for weekend shit. And Jenny was like, "Yeah, I just didn't like your set at all." I'm like, oh, "What? Okay. She just she, she told but, you that?" But, but it's like in terms of hosting the shows, like they don't want somebody that's gonna go say some fucking offensive shit when they are like you know they have a certain style that they want to hire the MC for their weekend shows because it's about the headliner. Okay, for sure. It, that is, so. Okay, that is true. If, if you're a host, you don't want to be crazy. That is true. You kind of want to, like, you kind of want to have the room with you and be a little bit more, um, uh, how do I put this? Uh, be more loving, I guess is the best way to put it. So I, I, guess I think I will way. get passed by that club eventually. Uh, it's, you know, it's going to take some time. They've already hired a ton of new hosts uh, in the last couple weeks or so, so. Like, even if you're fucking killing it right now, like, it's probably a couple months away from there being any new hosting spots. So they move some, they'll move some people up to feature. Like, Chris Smith got moved to feature, I believe. And mm. and then some people just probably get dropped if you fucking suck. Yeah. I've, I've never Dude, done you got it. Jenny I've fucking ne- puts up with a lot of shit, man, to, for hosting, oh, yeah. running that club. And then, like, allowing, like, a lot of clubs, like, you don't have access to the fucking owner of Punchline or, like, the booker or anything like that. Uh, but Jenny's like right fucking there, so she gets to talk to. She gets to be a part of the open mic scene in its own right. For sure, yeah, you do kind of just worth. to chat with her for for the for the most part. Yeah, uh, that that's always been my Achilles heel is laughs unlimited. I'm gonna do well there one of these days. Damn it, I mean that. I get nervous performing there, man. It's because um, it's an audition there, you know. So you feel something on the line. So yeah. they've always the done state- good by me. Everybody there, Ellis Rodriguez uh, has taught me a lot. Carlos Rodriguez, Chris Smith. Um, Jenny, Jenny's like will always give me pointers and stuff. I'll say it's this: the spot to be in Sacramento. I'm I'll there every this. month. <laughs> He's there every month. I say this: the two times I've completely bombed there, I always expect Ellis Rodriguez to chew me out and say, "Get the fuck out of comedy." Like he uh-huh. hasn't done it, so I always expected it. I'm like, just go up and time, talk with him and just be like, "How did you?" I did. Think? I one time I was like, "I'm sorry, man." I just apologized to him. He's like, "Hey, you know what? You record your shit. It is what it is. Watch it over." It wasn't the best crowd. Just just watch it over. Keep keep at it. He didn't, he didn't chew me out. I was like, okay, thank God. Yeah, well, apparently, uh, also, they also look for people. They don't like crowd work too much is what I've learned, too. Well, a lot of people do crowd work um, without an intention behind it. Like, if you're yeah. going to do some crowd work, you should have a bit. Like, if you're like, is anybody dating? You should have a bit yeah. about dating to fall back on in case it goes fucking nowhere. Because mm-hmm. it, it sometimes leads to people like, well, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, that's the that's the part where it's like it could go well, or you're like, like I don't I forgot who it was, but I seen this one girl, and she would just go like, so who's here dating? You guys are dating. How long have you guys been dating for? That's cool. Mm-hmm. I have a boyfriend. He's and a- also like 
at the pro am, they want to see you like do because they're they're looking at like how would this person do hosting a weekend yeah. here at our club. So and then if you go out there and like engage in the audience, that sets the tone for the rest of the show. And now everybody now the the feature is gonna go out there and somebody's like fucking yelling shit out because you were talking to the crowd and they thought that's okay yeah a lot of people a lot of people go to about one comedy show in their entire lifetime so it's a lot of people's first time at every show you do it is i gotta re- and you know even when i went to laughs unlimited the first time when i was wasn't i wasn't trying to do comedy i were just walking along old sacramento go, what the fuck there's a there's a comedy club right here let's go let's watch some comedy so what's the best show you guys have ever seen at the laughs unlimited seen mm-hmm Oh god, that's hmm. I'm such a newbie. It was la- it was Tuesday. <laughs> I'm such a newbie. I'm just I don't know. Is it fucking? It was a solid show. I didn't watch the whole entire thing. I was like, ah, yeah, fuck. Man, that is I a good question. I've friends, just been Josh at... Means had a good set. I was like, ah, yeah, fuck it, we're done. I just been at laughs so many times. I can't think of like the best one I've seen. Do you go to their headliner shows? Uh, here and there, whenever I can. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if I know a few people on like the the flyer, I'm like, oh fuck it, I'll go to that one. I'll see if I can if I can get if I'm off that day. Um, I, I think the best two shows I've seen, uh, Greg Williams, I saw uh, Greg Wilson, I saw him before COVID, like right when they reopened the club, uh, and the new with the new stage spot, fucking murder. He destroyed. He was super funny, and also the Smash Brothers, Corey and Chad. Oh yeah, those guys were so funny fucking hilarious i didn't like the old setup where the stage i i went to a failed date i was on a failed date where the stage was in the corner and it looked just cluttered it was like what the hell is going on yeah weird the new spot's way better i I like the stage a lot better now too yeah fuck man like it it, it's i love that club my second time ever performing stand-up was in that club so i always i didn't know that club existed until i was like two years in really I mean, because nobody's nobody explains anything to you. Yeah. And uh, in Chico, when I started, nobody was running shows here. There was two open mics that had been running for like ten fucking years. Um, so like I had to figure, and I wasn't liked by my the local comics here. They were like, ugh, fucking, this guy's annoying and not funny. So there was no, uh, and even them, those guys didn't fucking know anything about comedy outside Chico. They just knew fucking open mics and. And then they do the Chico Comedy uh, Festival every year here. Well, they used to. I don't know if they will again. Oh wow! What a strange, angry group of Chico comics. Let me tell you, it's, <laughs> those it's... old that starting were the group that I started with. Only like two or three still do it. Uh, everybody else just fucking quit. And I'm like, yeah, good. They probably <laughs> hate me because I sucked when I started. I would like try to hang out with people, and and everybody's like, ugh, like leave us alone, fucking new comic open micer. And now I'm like the guy in Chico, so. That's great. If he wants to do comedy in Chico, you gotta go through me. <laughs> oh my god! Let's just break your kneecaps. Break their He's kneecaps. The gatekeeper now. Well, shit. I think we're gonna wrap up. I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna get picked up to do an open mic at Vince's Restaurant in Sacramento, as I like to call it, the house that Subis built. I gotta do it. I haven't done comedy in a week, and I got a thing to do with Jordan at some gig. So I gotta be a little bit prepared. Dylan Collins, we weren't going to talk about drama, but you kind of talked about it anyway. <laughs> you're a funny guy. You're an, you're an up-and-comer. You're super young. There's tons and tons of upside. What are your fucking plugs? 
Uh, follow me on Instagram, Dylan Comedy. Uh, pretty much only plug I got. I mean, if you live in Chico, come out to the shows. If you're trying to get trying to come up to Chico, hit me up. And if Don't you're starting, clip, I won't watch it. if you're starting comedy and you live in Chico, you have to go through him, or else yeah, you gotta go do. through him. He's the gatekeeper. Or if, start your if, own show, man. If I we mean, see you doing would. comedy without asking Dylan first, we're we're killing you. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking blacklisted. <laughs> I'm not involved in any of this drama, right? I didn't say anything too bad, right, Jordan? I didn't say anything. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We mentioned I mean, some guy. I don't know. Whatever. We're fine. We're 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 unscathed. I didn't get any drama. It was all. Look, the it didn't even feel like drama to me. The yeah. opinions and beliefs of Dylan Collins are not that of uh, of the Maple Bomb. Okay, he is independent of us. So he's just he's just saying his shit. <laughs> but uh, whether it be the comedy spot, boy, did he knock the comedy spot. <laughs> well, I mean, shit, dude, like. Yeah, uh, that's their fault. They need to do better. Like, if everybody just is complacent and is like, the comedy spot's great. It is great, but it could be better if it wasn't so fucking elitist. Well, I'm going to get in there one of these days. I'm going to try to and see how. When I fill I, up I, this fucking COVID card, I'm going to get in there. Yeah, bring your boy, COVID card. Oh, boy, yeah, you got to bring gonna, that. Boy, am I going to piss people off. I already know. I already have a feeling I'm going to get them all worked up like I usually do. Hey, remember <laughs> that one time, Jordan? Where I told that one joke during Gay Pride Month about the fucking the full acronym of LGBTQ, and I kept reading out the other letters. Yeah. And then there was an I in there, and I asked the crowd if the I stands for in- incest. Yeah. Boy, that pissed off people. That that was one of the jokes that yeah. really worked on people. <laughs> I wish the incest community would try to claim stake to the LGBT. They're like, we're <laughs> queer technically. We're this is part of our. Our thing. That would be yeah. fucking hilarious to me. What a, what a great statement to end on. <laughs> Can we get looped on, too? Please, come on. Oh, fuck. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner and Donald Trump 2024 finally giving liberals a reason to hate trans people. Awesome. All right, what better way to end the show with Mr. Dylan Collins? It's all good. I voted for Biden twice. I, I, that, that one comes really puzzles twice you didn't vote from what did you find fucking sign on to somebody else last year yeah i fucking sent in two i sent in two ballots dude what's up the fucking convalescent home fucking president fucking shitting himself right now let's go brandon (laughs) oh look hear me out even i will admit somebody told me i was like that's kind of funny he's like dude it's gonna be the fucking Right wing version, okay, boomer within a week, and the guy, guy was right. I'm tired of hearing it. Oh, I feel it's, like it's centralist at this point. No, it's boring. It's 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 fucking played out now. It's played you out. Guys are, fucking... You guys are more woke than I thought, dumb man. I'm not. Fu- <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what the other Stockton comics say. Yeah, Mark is so woke. Let me tell you. Uh, you don't yeah, even I'm sleep. Sure. That's what I've heard. Anyways, all right. Thank you guys for watching or listening. Make sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Maple Bomb Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Mark, any anything to plug this week? Uh, at Madman Maple on Instagram, TikTok. I forget what the hell else. On YouTube. Fuck Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. And that's about it. Continued success. Uh, also, me and Mark have a show. Murphy's Hideout. Uh, December. Did he put the date? December 11th. And then also, Bricks and Hops Comedy Show. Me and Mark will be there uh, Friday, December 3rd. Free you're ticket. I'll be, Josh... head, I'll be headlining both events. Yeah, both. No, of you're them. not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Josh <laughs> oh, means what? will not be now. headlining. <laughs> Josh means will be headlining fucking December third. Fucking what a what a fucking good <clears throat> that was. Anyways, I'm a good fucker. 
Anyways, continued success. Continued success. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Dylan, 